0: give
1: you every praise oh somebody ought to give God praise
0: forget about what the devil's doing give God praise forget about your adversary forget about your opposition I've come to set the record straight that God is the only one that deserves my praise I don't praise my bad situations but in the midst I'm a shout in the midst I'm a shout
1: somebody worship the Lord in with Liberty come on you're safe to worship God with your whole heart in this building go ahead and just exalt the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords hallelujah my praise doesn't belong to a sports star my praise belongs to Jesus My praise doesn't belong to this world or the trappings of life. My praise belongs to Jesus. My whole heart, my whole strength, my whole spirit. I wish somebody would give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 Let's clap our hands and and let's do it the Bible way. Shout unto the Lord with a voice not of defeat, but of triumph. We are victorious in Jesus. We are more than overcomers through him that loved us. You want to know why I shout? Because I know who I serve. I. You know why I get excited? Because I know the God that brought me out of this world into his marvelous life. God, praise God, hallelujah, amen, how many of you enjoys what we feel in the house of the Lord, amen, I thank God for his spirit moving on us, hallelujah, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be turning over to the book of Psalms chapter 27 and verse number 8, I want to say a few things, so good to have all our guests and visitors in the house of the Lord with us, let's give them a good ARC welcome, in Jesus' name, we want to encourage you to come back and be with us in the house of the lord uh, this sunday at 1:30 uh, in the afternoon uh, we like to do something around here we like to come a little early about 1 p.m and pray which leads me to my announcement uh, i'm thankful for the sunday school getting ready to start this sunday i know all the teachers are excited you know how i know that because i've come by the church multiple times and send teachers outside of ours decorating their classrooms and and uh, i think they're more excited to get back to it than the kids and let me tell you the kids are excited amen and uh and thank you to brother and sister rodriguez for just uh getting things situated amen and i haven't had a chance to say it too much but thank you amen to elder bobo Elder Worley and Elder Johnson, and there's a few others that have helped and stepped in. We got this room back here remodeled during coronavirus, which enabled us to set up these other rooms as Sunday schools, so giving us a little more space for our Sunday school classrooms, and, and uh, they've just got it all taken care of and situated, and now um, I want to encourage us. What we're going to do is we used to use this back room uh, for prayer and for multi-purpose, Well, now that we got the Sunday school resituated, we're going to go back to using this back room as prayer and as multipurpose. And so at 1 o'clock, when you come through those doors, greet whoever you want to greet, but make your way right back here to this back room, and we're going to pray that God would move. How many loves what you've been feeling the last few services? Amen? I believe that's a byproduct of people that are praying and seeking the face of God. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah! I also want to say uh, it is good to have the Johnson, both elder and younger, family back, amen. From vacation, it's good to have them in the house, of the Lord. Also, brother Jonathan, world traveler, coming back from San Diego, and uh, I don't see any—you didn't bring any lady friend back with you, but maybe eventually, it's coming. He said he he speaks the things that are not as though they were. He's got faith, amen. Also. Uh, I did want to say this, they were out, but happy 48th anniversary to Elder and Sister Johnson. That's a good long time, amen. And uh, then Brother Diaz, he didn't want to mention it, even though I put it on the announcements, he barely talked about it, but it's his 50th birthday today. Happy birthday, amen. Praise God. Well, tonight I, I really felt, I've been usually on Wednesdays, I teach and I think the church has started getting accustomed to that. But every so often, I just feel in my spirit to preach and to just pastor and to just just go into the Word of God. And so if you'll enable me to do that tonight, that's what I would like to do and that's what I feel to do. Psalms chapter 27 and verse number 8. The Bible says this, When thou settest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. I think that's a great verse to memorize and to put down in our heart. When you said unto me, seek my face, my heart responded and replied, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Now, we've been talking about this really the whole year. I felt impressed to just be teaching and preaching on this about prayer And I really feel like there's people that have been grabbing hold of it and just putting it in there. I really feel like this is the culture uh, that God has already uh, started in the church, but he's trying to continue to multiply in the kingdom of God right here locally. It's that internal heart response that says, Lord, you're calling me to pray you're calling me to seek your face you're calling me to a deeper place of worship consecration and my heart is responding with a resounding yes does anybody feel like that amen let's lift up our hands and let's talk to him for just a few moments God we love you we thank you tonight we thank you for your word we thank you for what you have been instilling in us as a people And God, we're thankful that you are just calling to us as people to be seekers, to seek your face, to seek after you with our whole heart, God. And I believe there's a people here tonight that have a response that says, your face, Lord, will we seek? Our heart is already set. Our mind is already made up that we are going to seek the Lord with everything. Hallelujah. If that's your prayer, clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach, teach, treat, screech, pastor on all these subjects. I want to talk to us here tonight on this subject. We are a seeker-sensitive church. We are a seeker-sensitive church. I've got to talk about what Jesus said for a moment when it came to His kingdom. His kingdom is a kingdom that is reserved for seekers. In Luke chapter 17 and verse 20, I preached out of this a couple weeks ago, uh, but it, it it just cannot escape from my heart and my mind this entire year. He answered. I'm going to read part of it. He answered. And said unto them, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. They wanted to know when the kingdom of God was coming. And he told them how it was not coming. It was not going to come by observation. And I think this is important because there's so many people that think they are going to trip their way into heaven. If you were to ask people tonight and do a survey across Carson City, and the surrounding areas, uh, on where they're going to spend eternity, whether they're at a bar tonight or not, or sitting in church somewhere. They're all going to say, with the exception of a few, well, of course, I'm on my way to heaven. Yeah. Um, and, and there's this ideology that somehow, some way, they're just going to stumble into the kingdom of God. But Jesus is letting us know that the kingdom of God is, does not come by observation. It is not for the casual observer. You and I will not stumble our way into the kingdom. We will not accidentally end up in heaven. This kingdom is going to be for those that are not just casually looking and saying, well, maybe I might, maybe I won't. But this kingdom is reserved for people that are diligently seeking God can I preach it for just a moment amen if you're in church here today it's because you made it up in your mind to get dressed and come to the house of God it was not accidental it was intentional you're not a casual observer you're a seeker you're seeking the kingdom of God and if you seek it you're gonna find it oh somebody clap your hands and give him praise Would tell, and he has many ways of talking about the kingdom of God. But in Luke chapter 13 and verse 45, he says it this way: Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man. And what is this merchant man doing? He is seeking goodly pearls. Who, when he has found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and he bought it. Amen. Can I help somebody here today that the kingdom of God is not casual observing, not accidental, but it's a merchant man that is intentionally searching and looking that he might acquire, that he might gain, amen, the good things, amen, of the merchandise of this life, and he finds something that maybe he wasn't exactly looking for. He's looking for pearls in the plural, And there's a whole society uh, that is seeking, uh, amen, they're seeking a blessed life. Uh, They're seeking a good marriage. Uh, They're seeking, amen, good programs. Uh, They're seeking a lot of things, Uh, amen. But I want you to know that when he found one pearl of great price, uh, it was worth more to him uh, than all the pearls uh, of this world. Jesus is letting us know that my kingdom and what I have to offer is greater than all the pearls of this world. It's greater than everything you have. It's greater than everything you could purchase. It's greater than anything you can find. Can I preach about Jesus? He's greater than any bar stool. Jesus is greater than any high. Jesus Do I have anybody uh, who used to be hooked on drugs uh, that can testify? Jesus is better.
0: Hallelujah.
1: I can preach it. Jesus is better than any party. Uh, Jesus is better than any event. Uh, He's the great pearl of great price. Hallelujah. This this man, the kingdom of God, is like an individual that is searching, seeking, seeking. Amen. But he knows he's looking for something. But when he finds that one, when he finds that one pearl of great price, he recognizes that what it is is greater than everything I have. Amen. I want to tell you about the kingdom of God. Amen. It won't cost you a lot. It'll cost you everything. Amen. I want to help somebody here today that says, Well, I'll give Jesus about that much. I want you to know that when you really find Jesus, when you're searching all through this life, when you really find Jesus, you won't you won't hold back anything. There is nothing that will be reserved. There's nothing that'll be revoked from God. There's no part of your life you'll hide. There's no door you'll lock, no window you'll board up because you know I found something that's greater than what I got. It might cost me me everything, but it's worth so much more. Oh, clap your hands and give him praise. Hallelujah. You're part of a kingdom that's worth more than anything. Sometimes we get it twisted. We think the kingdoms of this world have worth and value, but the kingdom of God has more value than anything. Amen. We couldn't afford it. Amen. Somebody, I want you to notice about the kingdom the kingdom is like a man that goes to a man marketplace and he's looking and he finds a pearl. He sells everything he has and he buys it, which lets us know the man put a value on the kingdom. Can I preach about the seekers for a moment? The true seekers of God's kingdom, they value what they find. But there's also sellers in the kingdom. And these sellers say, well, it's not it's not worth that much to me. And I want, to, I want to help us here tonight. We've got to be like the, the person that's going to seek. We've got to be like the person that's going to purchase. Amen. Not the one that doesn't recognize the value of what he has. He doesn't give up what he has. Amen. I want us to be a church that is seeking with everything. Right. Hebrews 11 and 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We must believe that there is a reward from God for every seeker I want you to know that God is looking down on earth, and He's saying the kingdom of God is not something you stumble into. It's like a merchant that went with intent to to go buy something, and you're going to find the kingdom of God. I want you to know that if you're seeking for God, you will find Him. If you're searching with all your heart, uh, and you're not holding back anything, uh, you're willing to lay everything on the line for that great pearl of great price named Jesus. uh, I want you to know that you'll find Him, and He rewards those that seek him. Let's lift up our hands and let's love him here tonight. Man, let's pray just for a moment. There's people here tonight you've been seeking. I want you to know he rewards the seeker. He rewards the seekers. Hallelujah. I felt compelled to talk about this tonight and and I I might just be talking to our, our city and the spirits of our area and to every secular Christian ideology that is not of God. But they've used this phrase, seeker-sensitive church. They have taken what Jesus said and what I just told you, and they have misapplied and misunderstood this kingdom concept. In their attempt to make their churches more seeker-sensitive They have completely eliminated the treasure of truth that people are really looking for. They have removed, amen, all the treasure. I want you to know there's people seeking, but you know what they're really looking for? That pearl of great price. Amen. People are seeking and they are searching, but they are not looking for cool programs. Thank God for cool programs. But that's not really what they're looking for. They're looking for Jesus. Amen. My Bible says there was some out-of-town folk that came, amen, to the disciples. And they said, sirs, we would see Jesus. They came a mighty long way. They were seeking, but they were looking for treasure, not a field. They were looking for a pearl of great price, not a good marketplace. They were looking for treasure. And his name is Jesus. But I've got to help us here tonight. Basically, the seeker-sensitive church tries to reach out to the unsaved person by making the church experience as comfortable and as inviting and not threatening to them as possible. I want want to help us here tonight. We are a friendly church. Praise God. We love, amen, Corona kind of threw a kink in all, but we love to hug people, shake their hands, get their phone number, take them out to eat. We're a friendly church. We want people to feel comfortable coming to church. But this is a little different. They use theatrics and musical entertainment uh, to keep the service so exciting so that the unsaved individual doesn't get bored as they would with what they call traditional church. I think they've been going to the wrong church for a long time. If you get bored at church, you need to change churches because there's nothing more exciting than watching somebody walk in hooked on crack and leaving delivered. Amen. I know our secular world says they need more songs. They need more lights. They need a fog machine, but I've come to preach. What they need is Jesus. What they need is deliverance, and we got them. Somebody clap your hands and give God some praise if you know it to be true that it was Jesus Man some people they think that it's going to be utilizing technology and I have nothing wrong with technology But I I think that there's something to be said for somebody that thinks that they can use technology as somehow replacing what God only can do. But there's something about Jesus stepping into a room, and he can begin to accomplish in one moment what would take us a million years. Amen. He begins to accomplish what no program can accomplish. He begins to change. He can fix marriages when counselors couldn't do it. He can heal people that doctors couldn't help. There's something about having that moment where Jesus shows up There's this ideology that somehow, and I have no problem with it, state-of-the-art technology and lighting and sound are common components of the seeker-sensitive church, amen, so that they can try and entertain the people that come. They've got expertly run nurseries. I think that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. They've got daycare, and if I could put it this way, their Sunday service is an adult daycare, amen. They've got community programs, amen, and they are just doing everything they can to be a socially acceptable group. Uh, Short sermons, typically 20 minutes or less, uh, are usually focused on self-improvement. It's nothing more than humanism wrapped up in a couple Bible verses. Amen. They think that somehow we can use state-of-the-art theatrics to reach the unsafe individual and yet not talk about the gospel. We don't want to talk about sin. We don't want to talk about hell. We don't want to tell people about repentance because it might be a little divisive. It might scare the seeker. The seeker-sensitive church movement has pioneered a new method for founding churches, including demographic studies, uh, community surveys uh, that ask the unsaved what they want in a church. Uh, This kind of if-you-build-it-they-will-come mentality. Uh, They they reason in themselves uh, that if we can have the best entertainment in our city, uh, that people will show up. Uh, Amen. That if we can somehow trick or hook the unsaved person, uh, maybe by entertainment, or maybe giving them a message they can digest, or trying to help them with their secondary needs and services that are only temporal and here on earth, that are man-centered and not Christ-centered, then maybe we can make that individual's, amen, church visit a little more exciting. Uh, My pastor told a story that he had when he first showed it to Spokane. He had somebody knock on his door. And said, Hey, we're getting ready to start a church in your area. We just want to take a survey real quick. What do you want? What do you want us to sing? What kind of programs do you want? How do you want us to preach? Do you want us to be a little toned down, a little excited? Uh, What what kind of church are you looking for? Uh, We've got ideas for a niche church. We can do a cowboy church where we all ride horses together, and and we can do a motorcycle church if you want. Uh, Amen. In fact, I have a friend that pastors in Missoula, Montana, that he won a guy uh, that was a part of a bodybuilder church. I want that guy to be an usher, Brother Machado. Uh, Amen. But he thought to himself, uh, they go by and they ask, what are you looking for? Uh, How can we somehow fit into your consumer model? And we'll just be another Apple. Uh, We'll just be another Tesla. We'll just find out what you want, uh, and we will give it to you. Uh, But we as the church of the living God have got to be careful that we don't become consumerism church. Uh, We are... That is not seeker-sensitive church. That is consumerism, humanism, but the church of the living God, when we come and worship God with everything we got, that, that is seeker-sensitive. When you clap your hands, that is seeker-sensitive church. When you worship with everything you got, that. I wish I had 30 people that would clap their hands and give God praise. When you come to prayer meeting on Saturday, you're part of a real, true apostolic seeker. I've got to preach it because we're just surrounded in a society here. I've gone through every website, uh, amen, across our city. Uh, and I've just seen a bunch of cool dudes, uh, amen, and a sports coach sitting on a bar stool uh, and just giving a TED Talk uh, that has nothing to do with Jesus. Uh, you know what Carson City needs? Uh, they need the gospel of Jesus Christ. They don't need another program. We got programs. But what they need is deliverance. What they need is the power of God. What they need is power and demonstration of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our hands. I've come to preach it into the culture of the church. Uh, don't listen to that old phrase that says that's seeker sensitive. No, 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 no. That's just compiling a bunch of humanists together. We truly believe uh, that you can seek him and you can find him in the house of God. They have misunderstood and misused this to the hurt of many by making church cool. They have, locked, they have left being the church. By removing Jesus, the gospel doctrine, they have created a treasure hunt without treasure, a church without salvation, self-help without transformation. But my Bible lets me know that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind because of what Jesus has done for us you got to be careful, church. I feel that as a pastor, there's all these things. I've got friends that have gone this direction, and they would say, you know what you need to do to be a secret-sensitive church? You need your sermon to be about 20 minutes on a TED Talk. Just kind of tone it down a little bit. Sit on a bar stool. Have your turtleneck and your sports coat on. You should fill it up with half comedy and half object lessons and have some relatable but questionable sermon titles and lessons. Amen, whatever you do, you should not tell people about about salvation. Don't tell people about eternal punishment. Don't preach on hell. Don't preach on sin. Don't preach on conviction. Don't tell people that they should change the way they're living. And don't, don't talk about doctrine. In fact, why don't you ask them what doctrine they want to hear. Amen, I want you to know that that is a prevailing spirit in our world. Whatever you do, preacher, don't preach with passion. Don't preach with conviction. You can change any doctrine, just don't change tithing. That's still 10%. I think it's interesting how they'll change everything else, but they won't change that. Hirelings is what the Bible says, but you're in a house tonight that is preaching about Jesus. God loves this world. God loves this city. God wants to save them. God wants to transform them. God wants to deliver them. we got to get them here. Church, let me help you here because that's what I hear. Amen. Every time I pray, I got this old spirit that says, why don't you just go ahead and tone it down. Amen. But to the church, they would say, just have a cute little worship experience, but don't let loose in worship. Sister Pam, go ahead and sit there and don't move. Brother Rodriguez, don't you run those aisles. And they would say to the church, why don't you not clap your hands? Why don't you just kinda you can spectate, but don't get involved in the preaching. You can come as you are, but don't change too much because then you won't fit our model. I dare somebody to show up to a, any other church in a suit that will look at you like you're crazy. Hey, I, I think it's all right. Show up as you are. But make sure you come and pray. Make sure you let God touch you. Uh, I came in a broken kid from a drug home, uh, and God picked my life up and turned me around. Uh, I want you to know uh, we are just beacons of light to our society, and we're not saying we're better than anybody. What we're saying is if he did it for me, uh, he can do it for you. I wish I had some witnesses in the house of God that could testify if it had not been for Jesus. Uh, I wouldn't be alive. I wouldn't be preaching. Oh, somebody worship him. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I just came to preach to the spirits of the area. We're going to really seek God. I dare somebody to try to go to one of those churches and shout. Well, we don't do that around here. We only do it when it's on the camera. Only clap when it's being recorded. No, 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 no. I want you to know that when you come to the house of the living God, you can go ahead and you can worship. You can lift your hands and nobody's going to judge you. Why? Because you're a seeker. Come on. Seekers are welcome here, you know, not consumers, seekers that said, I came to the house of God, not just to consume more content and entertainment, but I came to lift my hands. I came to clap my hands. I came to dance like David danced. I came to shout unto the Lord. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give him praise. You try shouting at one of those churches, they'll tell you to quiet down. In fact, I've been kicked out. We don't allow that around here. Sounds pretty legalistic to me. You mean I can't do what the Bible says? Clap your hands, all you people, and shout to God with a, a voice of triumph. Oh, you can't you can't jump around here. You can't dance around here because you might scare off the seeker. I am the seeker. I'm not the consumer. I'm not the product you're looking for, but I am the seeker that God is looking to bless. Church, don't let anybody shut down your worship. Don't let anybody silence you. You go ahead and give God praise. Can I preach it? Uh, Amen. Let me help somebody. Uh, Amen. We've had a lot of visitors coming to church. Go ahead, sis. We've had a lot of visitors come to church, uh, and people thought, well, I might as well tone it down. No. uh, This is what people are looking for. They're looking for transformation. They're looking for power. I wish somebody would worship God uh, and don't leave her by herself. Come on, somebody seek God right now. Somebody make it up in your mind. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care what anybody says about me. I've come to seek the Lord. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and let's magnify him. Come on, this old devil wants to shut you up and shut you down. But this preacher came into this house tonight to tell you, seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Well, pastor, there's 20 visitors on Sunday. Seek the Lord; they'll see what God does for you, and they'll say, "I wanted to." You know how? Let me just, pastor. Y'all can keep standing. I'm just, hallelujah. We'll let the we'll let the preacher preach a better message on Sunday. But you know what gets people to clap their hands that are visiting? When they look around, the church is clapping their hands. You know what gets people to worship God and get out of their shell when they look around at the church and everybody else? Hey, you might think you look dumb, but they're looking and saying, I respect that. Somebody that's not afraid.
0: I wish I had somebody. Anybody that would say, God, If y'all use me to influence the seeker, I'll do it. We're an apostolic, seeker-sensitive church. We clap, we shout, we dance, we run. Now, I know it's not
1: popular. I get it, and let me preface this because we try to be very sensitive uh, to everybody's condition. That's why we say at your comfort level. Yeah. This season's a little different, yeah. okay? Now, 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 there's some folks that have health conditions, please. Uh, they have to go to jobs and stuff like that. If that's really what's going on, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. But there's other folks that, that as soon as the preaching's done, they'll shake hands, hug everybody, but they won't go to the altar. Some just lost I just lost the church right there Uh, but there's some folks that I promise you uh, that if you would say you know what it's no other reason Uh, there's no reason I can't go to the altar amen I don't have any underlying health conditions Uh, there's no reason I can't pray if you'll seek God might heal your family if you see God he might pull on somebody else they'll see you worship and they'll worship they'll see you come to church they'll come to church come on that's it somebody we're a
0: seeker sensitive church you're allowed to pray you're allowed to worship you're allowed to give God glory. You're allowed to pray. You're allowed to lift your hands. You're allowed to.
1: Somebody worship him. What
0: are you doing? I'm seeking the Lord. My heart said, thy face will I seek. There's something in my heart that says you can't hold me back. that's it. God's working. God's working. God's working. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to seek him.
1: I know it's Wednesday night, but there are anybody that's seeking God. Come on. Maybe you're part of that other group. That's all right. Right where you are, just worship God in your seat. You're still a seeker. Maybe. Nobody's judging anybody, but right where you are, make it up in your
0: mind. I'm going to seek the Lord. Name tonight, we got to right to shake the foundation with pain. Glory, hallelujah! This is what we've come to do: tear down strongholds. Pray. the lord is worthy the lord is worthy tonight tonight, tonight, tonight oh, we've got a right to, to shake the foundation with i've come to pray hey. hallelujah. hallelujah this is what we've come to do stand down strongholds break the chains find the devil in jesus name in tonight oh, we've got a right worthy. The, the Lord, Lord is worthy, worthy. tonight. To pray with the right to shake the foundation with praise. I, I, I gotta praise. praise, I gotta praise, and I gotta get it out. I gotta praise. I I gotta praise,
1: I, pay. Pay. I oh, gotta praise,
0: and it. I gotta get, get it out. Right I gotta praise. Yeah. Say
1: says that God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Which lets me know you can't worship God like the people of God. We'll give it all the spirit we got and then the Holy Spirit shows up. Talk about truth. Jesus Jesus is the truth. He's the way. The truth and the life and if you got a revelation of who Jesus is let me tell you what he said he said the father seeketh such to worship him you know who he's seeking for the seekers there was a woman at the well She had been shacked up with five different husbands, and she got a new man, but then she met Jesus. She had problems. She had made mistakes, but she kept going to that well every single day. And my Bible says Jesus was seeking such. Amen. He's not looking for people that got it all together and are not seeking. Because if you seek him, you'll get it all together. But the challenge is you got to keep seeking. But he's all right looking for such. Amen. What kind of such and such were some of us. We were lost.
0: We were undone.
1: And he said, I'm seeking such to that very woman. Because there's something about an individual like that that will go to the well every day just to get filled up. They'll seek water just to get filled up. They'll go to the bar just looking for something to wash away their sorrows. They'll be there every night, and when they wake up in the morning, they'll crack open a six-pack. There's something about that kind of individual. They're the kind of people that before God, they had passion, passion for the world, passion for sin, passion for living all sorts of ways. And God met her at a well and said, that's exactly what I'm looking for. You sought for water. You were looking for pearls. But here's a great pearl. You were looking for water. He said, I am the living water.
0: He's looking for you. He's searching for you. You just got to search and return and seek him and seek him. up your hands and let's pray lift up your voice
1: when you seek him when you use your passion you used to have out there and you bring it in here he says that's what I'm looking for come on the Holy Ghost is in this place God's looking for people He's a rewarder of diligent seekers. He's a rewarder of passionate worshipers. He's a rewarder of prayer warriors. He's a rewarder of churchgoers. He's a rewarder. Come on, that's just Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right where you are. Oh, the Holy Ghost is in this place right now. You're seeking after him, but he's been seeking after you for a long time. He's been saying, I was looking for that praise. I was looking for that prayer. I've been looking. Somebody worship him in this house. Come on, he's here right now. Why don't you begin to pray? There's blessings falling down in this place when people seek God. There's favor falling down in this place when people seek God. There's goodness and mercy falling down when people are worshiping the Lord. Somebody, that's it. Uh, seek the Lord and His strength. Uh, seek His face continually. Uh, if my people, which are called by My name, uh, shall humble themselves and pray, seek My face, then uh, I'll start to turn everything around. Uh, amen. Seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, uh, and everything else is added. Uh, Asking, it, it shall be given. Uh, Seeking, you shall find. Uh, Knocking, it shall be open unto you. There's people finding God right now. There's people feeling after God right now. You'll find them when you search with all your heart. Come on, right where you are, why don't you turn your seat into an altar. Why don't you turn this this area in the front into an altar and begin to pray. Let's have a prayer meeting right now healing in your body he's the great physician seek him and he'll heal you you need deliverance he's a deliverer seek him and he'll deliver you you need blessings he's a blessing god seek him and he'll bless you come on somebody needs if you need something from god come on all these other things are added to those that seek Come on, right now, in the name of Jesus, somebody pray. you got a prayer you've been praying for a long time. I want you to seek God about it right now and watch God make it happen. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Things are being unlocked. Doors are being opened right now. It comes from seeking Him.